Welcome to Season 2 of Trying Our Best, a mother-daughter good place podcast. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Ayla. And you're listening to Season 2, Episode 12 of The Good Place. So where we left off, the four humans had failed their test from the judge. But then Michael comes in and tries, like, a one last effort to save their afterlife. So Michael makes a pretty convincing argument that the humans were not supposed to be able to get better. The system is supposed to judge them as bad people and they're supposed to stay bad people. And the fact that they did get better after they had been sent to the bad place proved that there was something wrong with the system. And Michael expands it beyond just these four humans and says we could have been sending hundreds of millions of people to the bad place wrongly for centuries, for millennia, since the beginning of time. And so he really kind of puts it on the judge to say, we have to fix not just this problem, but the entire system. And the judge is interested, but she's not convinced that the humans actually got better. She thinks they were just chasing a reward. But then Michael insists that their time on Earth could have been totally different if they had just won push in the right direction. And when he says this, his eyes light up because he wants to take it literally. He wants the judge to let him push Eleanor out of the way of the stack of grocery carts that would have killed her so that she has to restart her life with this help, with this idea that she almost died and that if she's ever going to make something of her life, now is the time. And we see this happens in real life. Sometimes when people have near-death experiences where they really have to think about what their life is like and what they want it to be, they do change who they are. And That's kind of where we pick up this episode. For a little while, Eleanor really is trying to be a better person on Earth without ever knowing about the good place, the bad place, Cheaty, or anything else. But then she... She went back to her old ways because after she turned good, nothing but bad things happened for her. She got kicked out of her apartment and she got a lawsuit for denting someone's car. Basically, she realizes that it's really hard to be good, especially in a world where all of the people around you aren't following the same rules and that often they'll use your goodness to their advantage. And so she kind of gives up on it. So Michael, against the rules, sneaks down to earth and is a bartender who mentions to Eleanor that she shouldn't be chasing good things for a reward. She should be doing them because she wants to make the little voice in her head stop telling her that she's doing something wrong, which is actually the advice that Eleanor gave to Michael when he was first taking the ethics lessons. And so he turns her own advice around on her. And that's kind of where we're going to pick up discussing this episode in more detail. And the whole reason they're doing this experiment is because the system is wrong. It's broken. It's somehow messed up. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about was what do you do when the actual system itself is broken or is unfair? Because it's one thing to say, oh, well, that person is breaking the rules, and so we need to fix it. Or, oh, that person is following the rules, so we need to reward them. But what about when the rules themselves are unfair. And we've seen plenty, plenty, plenty of examples of this in our real life world around us, where the rules themselves were set up in an unethical way. Can you think of any examples, Ayla? Slavery, women not being allowed to vote, a lot of things that should not have happened. 
Yeah, so there are definitely big examples in our history where things were legal, where the system was working the way that it was designed to work, but it was unfair, and eventually we made some changes to it. Now, there are a lot of things that are happening in our systems today, the same thing where people are following the rules, but other people are still pointing out that it's not fair. Those rules are not fair to everybody, and we aren't acting ethically just because we're following the rules. And so what do we do when we need to change one of those systems? How did we end up making slavery illegal or giving women the right to vote? What kind of things actually change systems? It's hard. It takes a long time, and it's really hard, but it pays off. So some of the ways we've seen people do that is through protesting. We've seen people who take to the streets and march with signs and um, show up and and won't be quiet and won't back down and won't let people tell them that they have to abide by a system that's unfair. We've seen people change it through the legislation by voting people into office who represent what they want. We've seen people change it by um, boycotting and demanding that their their um, needs be met before they'll continue to work. So we've seen people do those sorts of things. There's, there's lots and lots of ways that we can have our voice be heard. And usually when we're doing those things, it's because of a corrupt system. It's because there is a group of rules that we find to be unfair. It's not just protesting against one person or one thing. And um, sometimes the change doesn't happen as big or fast as we want it to. So we have to be prepared to fight for a long time. Sometimes it might even be war. We hope that that doesn't happen because war involves a lot of bloodshed and it's not good. Yeah, definitely. The wars that have happened have often been because... People were fighting over what the system would be. And so it does escalate to a a huge loss of life, um, huge disruptions to people's lives if we don't find a way to make those systems fair. And so that's why it's so important for us to try other ways of um, making the changes before we have to resort to the things that are really so harmful for our whole world. So let's get back to the show. Eleanor tried really hard to be a good person the six months that she did. She didn't litter. She quit her job selling fake medicine to old people. She joined the environmentalist club. And um, she just tried her best to be a good person. She confessed of all the bad things she did. But that got her in a lot of trouble and there was no reward. Yeah, in particular, she confessed to her friend that she was the one who did that terrible thing and um, put her picture all over those t-shirts to sell them. And her friend got so mad that she kicked her out of the apartment. So confessing something that she had done wrong in the past actually made her life worse in, in that sense. And I think that one of the things we have to talk about is just because you have given an apology doesn't mean that you are going to be free of the consequences of those actions that you did. That just because you apologize doesn't mean that the other person necessarily owes you their forgiveness. Um, We've talked about apologies in the past from some other episodes, but what do you think about that, Ayla? Why do we apologize if it doesn't mean the other person's going to forgive us? One, I think that the people Eleanor hung out with were terrible people. They were jerks. Just terrible and two i think that well i think that the reason that you do good things if people aren't going to accept your apology 
is because it it helps other people, which would be hard for Eleanor since her whole problem was being selfish. But you have to think about the other people and think about how that would help you in this situation. Yeah, when I think about that question, like what's the point of an apology if I can't guarantee the other person will forgive me, I just remember that I'm apologizing because it's the right thing for me to do, right? Like I am recognizing my own faults and trying to grow from them and that that isn't impacted by what other people think of it, right? So even if that other person doesn't recognize my apology or doesn't accept it, I'm still doing the work of being a better person and and doing better the next time around. And so I have to focus on what that apology means for me and my own growth and less what it means on how someone else takes it. I mean, I hope that that person will forgive me I hope that we can repair the harm that I've done. But if not, that's not my responsibility. Their reaction is not on me. I can only control my actions going forward. And so I have to kind of focus on that my apology is part of that. And that brings us to our question of the day. What is the point of being good if there's no reward? Pause the podcast. Think about it. Talk about it with someone else. Maybe even write about it and then come back. Welcome back. So, Ayla, what is the point of being a good person if there's no reward? Well, I think that there is always some reward, even though it's not always physical. So, you might not get a diamond tiara or a best person sash, but you'll have a a sort of glow inside of you that makes you feel better. And the more of it you do, the more better you'll feel. That's kind of what the environmentalist guy says to Eleanor when he's like, hey, why haven't you been showing up at work? And she's like, dude, I'm, I'm tired of being a good person. What have I gotten for it? And he, he says something like, your, your soul, your inner feeling of goodness. And she says, gross. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Why would I put all this work in for that? And so I, I agree with you that we definitely can get that kind of inner feeling of, oh, I did the right thing. But ultimately, that's not enough to convince Eleanor. What does convince her that it's worthwhile to consider being a good person, even if you aren't being rewarded for it? Chidi and Agonye. So because of Michael's little chat with Eleanor, th- um, that inspired Eleanor to look online. And she saw a video of Chidi talking about all of her questions. And Chidi, remember, who is a moral philosophy professor, because in this world, he's still alive, too. He is giving a speech about an actual book called What Do We Owe Each Other? And this is a question that philosophers have been trying to answer for decades. So basically, why should we be good? Do we have a responsibility to be good? What reward do we get for it? And if there isn't a reward, what's the point? So these are these are hard questions that even people who have spent their lives trying to figure them out have struggled to find answers for. And Chidi says that the reason that we have to be good is because we aren't in this alone. You have to think about the other people that you're affecting with your actions. 
And I just am really thinking about that a lot, especially this week. Hopefully by the time you hear this, the presidential election will actually have been settled. But as we're recording this, it's still up in the air and it's coming down to just a few votes in a few key states. And it's really making me think about how much one individual can make a difference to the whole. Because it's hard when you're, especially this year, I mean, it was hard to vote, right? I I ended up waiting in line for an hour and a half. It was scary because of the pandemic. And so people really, each individual person, going out and casting their vote was doing so in a way that was probably a little uncomfortable for them, right? It was probably taking time out of their day. It was probably scary to have to be around people during the pandemic, but they were doing so because they wanted to do their part to make the world look the way that they wanted it to look. And that's that's recognizing that we are not alone, that we are part of a system that operates based on the actions that we take within it. And so I think that we do know that deep down inside, even if it can sometimes be easy to forget. And Chidi inspires her so much that she decides she's going to do something crazy. Eleanor, who, remember, thinks it's too much work to pick up a piece of trash from the ground and throw it into a trash can, obviously has to, like put the rest of her life on hold and get a lot of money because a plane ticket from um, Arizona to Australia is not very cheap. And she ends up flying to Australia and just showing up in Chidi's office and saying, hey, we need to talk because she is so inspired by what he has to say about how to be a better person that she wants to connect with him. And Michael, that's the whole reason he broke the rules to come down to earth to push her toward Chidi because him and Janet are watching the ticker tapes on all the human when they're back on Earth, having had their lives saved to see if they become better people. But if they're, they aren't with each other, they aren't going to become better people because it was getting them together in the fake good place that made them change. So Michael knows that once Chidi and Eleanor are reconnected, they will help each other. And so now he has risked everything, really, to put that into action. And that's where we will pick up for the next episode to see what happens. Yeah.